What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. I got this feeling that I've been here before. I got this feeling that I've been here before. Hello, welcome to We Knows Parenting. I'm Beth Newell. I'm Peter McNerney. We're parents. We're married. We're back. We're back. We're back, baby. Another <laughs> Wednesday release because we had another family vacation. You'd think, listening, that that's all we do, and you'd, you'd think. think, being us, uh, it'd feel the same way, and it does. Was that a convoluted sentence? It's a lot of vacation. Oh, I'm yawning. I. <laughs> you can you can hear it. It's a. <laughs> we literally just got back from the very tippy top of Vermont. Yeah, it was a very long drive. Our kids did pretty well. They nailed it. They slept. We drove for three and a half hours before they woke up and we had to eat. We tried our hand at Dramamine for the first time with Maven. Recommend. Pretty good. I was very uh, nervous of that without looking into it for a long time. But we've done so many drives now where after an hour... Maven inevitably starts feeling sick and it's just doing that five and a half hours to her. Yeah. Well, and I was worried about the grogginess because when I take any kind of medication that makes you sleepy, it really Mm -hmm. knocks me out. And I think it kind of had that effect on Maven, but she didn't seem... Only when she was in the car, she slept and then she got there Yeah, but then when she got out of the car, she seemed refreshed and fine. So I was like, okay, we can keep We're going to do this. Uh. Yeah. A bunch now. It was good. Was that your phone getting a text? Yeah. Did you not put it on Do Not Disturb? (laughs) Amateur. Amateur hour. Sorry. Um, World. You're not sorry. (laughs) So tell me about this vacation, Beth. What what were the highlights for you? Highlights. Um, Swimming in the lake was pretty good. Yeah. So we found out after the whole trip was over that maybe we shouldn't have been swimming at the lake. That's right. There was an intense algae bloom. We were just swimming all around in it, rubbing and it all over our faces. We might get diarrhea, you know. Is that something. what it is that what they warned? Maybe. I talked to my mom and she's she had talked to her sister who lives on Lake Champlain, but more south. And immediately she's like, Oh, it's gonna be algae city up there. And it, and it was. <laughs> I mean, it was well. It was kind of gross, like getting into the water. There was so much algae at the edges, and then when you would get out, you would feel it in your bathing suit. Like I think it maybe it was just a women's bathing suit type of thing, but it was like trapped. Oh no, in it there. was all all kinds of bathing. Suits. It was all itchy and gross, and you had to shower immediately after getting out of the lake because it was pretty gross. Um, but I think ignorance was bliss in this situation, <laughs> where we're like, "Well, this is normal, so it's fine. We'll take showers." Um, I did feel itchy the first day, then it was fine. Yeah. I mean, it was fine. I will say my theory that the ocean is the best still holds up. It's an intense theory. (laughs) (laughs) Salt. 
Salt kills all that stuff. Salt is great. Um, you know what? I might have gotten to a point in my life where I now agree with this. Because I grew up on a lake, a great lake, if you ask me. Congratulations. Lake Michigan, um, very near it. And so I grew up going to the beach all summer long, fresh water. Uh, and then every once in a while, I'd go out to Florida or Massachusetts for vacation, and I was freaked out by all that salt. Didn't like it. Wasn't lake, used to it. Lake Michigan has a very different vibe than... Then oh, for, for sure. Oh, yeah. It's the best lake ever. But I think I'm now officially on board with the ocean. Thank you. I like it. If I have one goal, it's to get everyone to acknowledge how good the ocean is. Do you think that you're, the pr- thing you're proudest of for your children is that they like water? Maybe. I mean, I do have a strangely emotional connection to it. Like, if I watch Moana, I'm in tears every time. I'm just like, I love the ocean. Like, I love it. Uh, I just really want to start singing a Moana song. I realize I picked one where I don't really know the And the, the light in the sky. And the I was going to go for uh, the... You just... Now it's not in my head because you sang a different part of it. And no one knows how far it goes. Yeah, that one. Do you love my singing voice? It's so perfect. You know what I did love about our recent trips is, and just recently in general, it's become very clear that Maven loves singing to herself. And when she's in a good <laughs> mood, especially if she gets alone in the bathtub or something, she's like... They're both doing it. Yeah. They were doing it with, with each other recently. We had a full musical dinner recently. A musical dinner. Yeah. Um, Maven does not like it when I sing. No, they get mad. Well, when I, they're not always mad at me for singing, but if I do it, especially in the car ride home from daycare when they're cranky, yeah, Bryn gets so mad at me. So Maven says, don't sing. And then like, I think it was yesterday or the day before, I was like, can you say please? And so today, three times, she just so sweetly goes, can you not sing, please, Daddy? <laughs> and I was like, um, you hurt my feelings, but you also melted my heart. Bryn did tell me today that he likes when I sing. I heard that. So. I was nice. jealous. <laughs> I want, Sorry. I want to. I want to. You got it. You got it. Darn it. <laughs> Come on. Um. <sighs> so this was your family's vacation right after my family's vacation yeah i gotta say cramming all that vacation in i think we did pretty well a lot of family a lot of family i'm proud of myself for not getting too agitated yeah yeah Uh, you you took care of yourself everyone enjoyed each other i went for a couple runs really kept held my sanity together boy i didn't do that um i really should have you and i only got in a couple of small fights barely (laughs) Well, I did get mad at you uh, in that, like, I, I drew a red line for Bryn. He was acting out. And I was like, if you do this, I'm going to take you upstairs. And he, like, ignored it three times. I'm like, you crossed the red line. We're going upstairs. And uh, and this ca- is in the middle of, so my family wanted to take a family picture. So we dragged Bryn away from the TV to do that. And he flipped out. And then they were all going to have cake, and you were still trying to discipline him for flipping out. And all all my family was like, I'm so sorry that Bryn was upset about the picture. We just wanted one picture. And I was like, no, it's fine. And then they were like, is he coming for the cake? Is Bryn going to come have some cake? And 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 you were like, no, he can't have cake. I was upstairs saying very calmly. By the way, I got to – we got annoyed at you, and I showed you a little annoyance. But I was calm up there, totally. And I was you like, seemed so mad when you were talking to me. I was totally you. You came and saved him because I I told him what he was not gonna get, and it was cake. Well, it's just my issue is that it's a weird time to pick a battle like that. You're right, but you weren't there for the whole thing. He was really. He was being very nasty. Well, the other time we had this issue was on the drive down, which is my same concern, which is just not the time to lay down the law. After I've spent all this time, like I bought, I ordered Dramamine, I got headphones for the kids, I had like distractions and strategic toys and snacks ready to go. 
and half like not even halfway through the car ride, Bryn didn't want to get in the car, and you flip out and I try didn't to flip try to. Out. You were kind of flipping out. You tried to take away all the things I had gotten to keep them calm for the next four hours we still had to drive. And I was getting pretty annoyed because I did all this preparation to make this go smoothly. It's a long time to be in a car with two little kids. It's true. But I gave up because we were trying two different tactics and they were making both of them ineffective. (laughs) And so I got out of the way. But that's why in I, my mind it felt like you were escalating because when I was trying to take over you did you well the, both these times you were not there for very direct conversations I, know I had he's with being him. a little shit he's a four year old <laughs> but like, he was doing that I, screaming thing on that playground yeah and I made it very outdoors. clear it so <laughs> did I pick the wrong battle I, I, I I'm not gonna agree with that a hundred percent but once I do, then, like, backtracking on it, it just makes him so much worse. You can't stand your ground in the middle of, when you have four more hours to be in the car with a kid. Well, here's the big difference is I do that when I'm when I'm alone with him. That's 100% what I do. And It's fine on a normal day, but then you're the one getting behind the steering wheel and ignoring them while I have to deal with their crankiness for the next right. four hours. Right. Well, this is the thing is that hours. if he starts screaming, if I'm in the car alone, I'll start driving and I will completely ignore him. And in the long run, it, it's, but it's better. But you have been on these car rides before. If you keep letting the, it, the tension build and build, he'll do insane things like trying to open the door on the highway. Yeah. Uh, I, I, just the goal is to get through the car ride. It's not a day. Right. Well, he was in that mode where all he wanted, you just wanted you to say things to him so he could scream at you. And I'm like, I'm not going to I don't remember that. that. I just remember you standing outside the window glaring at him while I was trying to calm him down. That's true. But later, once we started driving, well, as soon as I saw I made you upset, I let it all go. And I'm like, okay, I'm not going to oh, let's let one of us deal with this. And I'm going to let you do it your way. And I got out of the way. That wasn't, I, I agree. I agree with you. I'm the one who has to deal with it and hear it while you just focus on driving. I agree. But yeah, once we started driving, I was like, I was like you need to ignore him. Because he just wants you to say anything so he can scream at you. I don't remember him doing that. Oh, he was. But it was fine. It was, it, it was, I'd say that was the worst part of the whole trip was like that little chunk and it wasn't that bad. Um, and even though I got really an- annoyed that one night because I was just holding it together so well and then you came and saved him from me and I, I got, I got really angry for a little bit, but I just like walked away and then I realized I don't really care and it was fine. That was it. Everything else, I think, was was fun. Yeah. It was good. God, I'm happy to be home. Me too. Except it's nine trillion degrees. I don't... It's fine. It's summer. Boy, I'll tell you what. what? I love being off those meds. <laughs> I feel like a hundred trillion dollars. Yeah. I like you better. <laughs> I like me better. You know what also I like better? Um, you and life and living. <laughs> All of these things. I didn't overeat too much. I just weighed myself. I gained one pound. That's a huge victory for a week of vacation. It was a pretty balanced uh, vacation for my family in terms of food. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's out of control. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I made the last minute decision to bake two pies, which was, I was more than I've done in a while. And I was impressed because a lot of times my aunt and cousin will bring a lot of stuff. And I was like, is this going to be totally unwelcome dessert? Because there's like 8 million things to eat. And it wasn't. Yeah. Everyone contributed. Everyone did great. It was nice and balanced.
The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at The Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day savings event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. And now it's time for We Knows Wins. This is where we discuss some aspect of parenting where, boy, we're crushing it. Or, or anything positive. Don't oversell it. Mm, boy. Um, so... On over vacation, and I guess more and more recently, we've been letting the kids be more involved in the cooking process. Um, they're not actually very helpful, but... I'd call them unhelpful, but... But they like it, and yeah. it keeps them from being, like, hanging on your my pants the whole time I'm trying to get something done. They like holding on to your pants. They like they sticking their like hands in your back pockets me. and pulling your pants down. Yeah, they literally have been trying to pull my pants down. They're bullies. Uh, They're trying to pants you. Bully culture. Um, <laughs> Hashtag. So, yeah, they were. They helped me make nachos, which was a nice, easy thing for them to do. Ooh, sprinkling some cheese. Just a lot of sprinkling. Um, Just a lot of sprinkling. bags. They're really good at dumping a bag into something. Yeah. Uh, if you need that done. Maybe stirring something that's already been stirred. Um, you know what I also was... They've, in general, I'm going to widen this We Knows Wins to they're a little bit helpful. <laughs> they now. are getting a little bit helpful. Like I can get them to put something in the hamper or the trash can. Yeah, Bryn had a, a hand towel and he goes, I'm going to take take this down to the laundry room. And I was holding a full-size towel. I was like, will you take this too? Well, I told him to take it to the laundry room. Right, but then I was like, take this giant towel too. And I saw him, the look on his face was like, why would I, why would I do that? <laughs> and then he, he's like, oh, I am going there anyway. Mama asked me. Now daddy's asking me. And then he said, okay. And he walked two flights of stairs down to the laundry room to take the laundry down. Yeah. Well, because half the time they're just trying to be a part of whatever's going on. They're like, hey. We're all packing up the house. Let me just get in your way. Hey, right can now. I just get in your way <laughs> real quick? Um. I just want to note that 
You've yawned three times recording this podcast. Uh, I'm a tired girl. <laughs> What'd you do? I just drove a million hours in the car this week. Um, did you like that we listened to all of Les Mis in the car? Did I like it? Did, uh, with your whole family? It was all right. <laughs> it's, I, I like Les Mis, but it's not like the most upbeat thing to listen dun, to. Dun, and then as we're finishing the whole thing and i was like having a usual pat myself on the back moment for not complaining about your uh choices i you you were like can we you're like is it time for us to watch the whole lame is movie and i was like are you kidding me (laughs) i didn't really mean us i was Uh, more talking for yes you did well anyway i might watch that movie again Boy, I've really painted a picture of myself as a big Lay Miz fan, huh? <laughs> you, you're ravenous for it. Um, I'm not. I, I grew up listening to a few things in the car with my parents, with my mom. Lay Miz, Phantom of the Opera, Joseph, and the amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. I relate to that in the like in the sense that my family we didn't have a lot of music and we would just keep taking CDs out of the library, <laughs> and so it was a lot of musicals, but it was more like Annie, and I don't know. We had the movie Mary Poppins. These are shows that we had seen in. We had gone to see in Chicago and then got the soundtracks, but that in my memory, that's like three. When we got a car with a CD player, there were three CDs in there, and it was those. Uh, so it's more like listening to Lay Miz with my family. I realize I'm just like, it's one of those full circle things where I'm doing a thing with my kids. You're like, there is a castle on a cloud. After after this episode, we're going to get so much listener feedback asking us to sing more. <laughs> yeah. They're going to be like, can you guys make this a musical <laughs> podcast? There is a lady all in white. That if you listen to the lyrics of th- that musical, is a lot of depressing details. So it, it's called the miserable. <laughs> I just mean it in terms of something to listen to with your kids. Oh like, yeah, yeah, it's true. Um, Master the house. There's a lot of swear words. I but I, you listen to it as a kid. I didn't. I didn't listen to that. Going, this is dark. It was just grand. It's one of those things that you pick it up later. Um, you know, so I want to talk about the books that we read to our kids um, on vacation because we brought like three books. Okay. There, were, there were more, but they wanted the same three ones over and over and over. Um, and so I think we have talked about this before about how some, some older uh, works haven't aged well, you're talking about Dr. Seuss. Yeah. Great, great book. If I ran the zoo, it's um, just that one page that talks about like slanty eyes that you're like, Ugh. yeah. Well, th- the thing is, I just skipped that line and I listened when I was pouting because uh, I was in bed cooling down. I listened to you read that book and you read <laughs> that line straight up. And I was like, interesting. I mean, Beth. Once again, after reading that line and then you kind of sort of think back on the entirety of the book and it being about collecting exotic animals, you're like, oh, so much of our old media is just like romanticizing colonialism. Oh, that book is big time. (laughs) It's just like, and I'm going to go here and take people and I'm going to go here and take animals. (laughs) Well, in the book, they even joke like, I'm going to take this in this Desert, the chieftains ride this crazy beast. Yeah, it's like beast. the princes of Persia or something. It's like, I'll it's bring like, this beast home and maybe a chieftain too. It's like, it says something about how he's going to take like the Persian princes to carry one of the animals, but he doesn't know their names. And it's like, hey, I these don't know guys them, were so royalty back where they came from, and you're just making them carry animals around without learning their names? Gerald McGrew, you son of a bitch. Yeah, Jesus Christ. If you ran the zoo, it'd be colonialism all over again. <laughs> Stupid uh, little boy but in your imagination. But the illustrations are pretty great, and there's a and lot it, of weird oh, animals. Boy, you gotta love that Dr. Seuss, m- you know, metered <laughs> musicality. I still love Dr. Seuss, and it is the most readable thing in the world. But um, 
Yeah. I think if I'm remembering this correctly, his thing was that he was kind of racist or weird, but then he kind of redeemed himself later. Like he was anti-fascist or something. But I might be getting those details a little bit wrong. I haven't looked it up. Um, Maybe I should. Uh, But... (laughs) But uh, it really has made me excited to go back to a lot of those Dr. Seuss books. Starbelly Sneetches. I mean, the line quality is iconic. The line quality? <laughs> of the drawings. The line quality. <laughs> what does that mean? He's got really good lines? Like the way that he uses the line. We don't have to keep talking about this. Are you talking about the illustrations? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I agree. I just have never heard it phrased that. I didn't go to art school like you. <laughs> you guys know Beth went to art school? She's a really good illustrator. Now you know. I would not say I'm a really good illustrator because I have not illustrated in a very long time. Well, I'm going to say it for you. Oh, thank you. Um, I got to say, when we first started dating, you were doing your one of your final projects. And your president series is still one of my favorites. Beth did all these illustrations of the presidents in the same sort of stoic poses that you normally see them, like when they're printed on money or in portraits. So they're posed that way, but then they're doing very mundane things, like Chester A. Arthur and his toy trains. It was a lot of do-nothing presidents um, with uh, made-up hobbies. But... Well, I like, but I like John Tyler saves a boy like from a burning building and he's running out of the building holding a kid, but he still has like a posed face <laughs> and a fire hat. And I was yeah, like, it was all fictional, but okay. We're on a long tangent now, but I just want to say that my professor who I explained this project to you at the beginning, uh, beginning of the year, I was doing all these paintings and I had explained to him at some point, it was like, these are fake things that didn't happen. And then very very late in the year he was like i can't believe they did all this stuff and i was like no no it's it's just made up jokes and he was like oh i didn't realize oh i'm way less impressed (laughs) but it was all of those presidents that most people know very little about zachary taylor millard fillmore yeah it's your finest work and that's why i'm a famous illustrator Mm mm-hmm and that's why I married you, because you're a famous <laughs> illustrator. <laughs> this next segment is called Would You Knows? Uh, this week we've got a hypothetical question from one of our listeners. We sure do, because that's how Would You Knows goes. <laughs> this one comes to us from Megan. Hi there. Huge fan of the podcast. And also, you changed my life by suggesting 123 Magic. So thank you. Don't thank us. Thank the person who wrote in to tell us about it. Yeah, we didn't suggest that, right? Did you read that? I read it. A listener wrote in about it. Um, I'm sorry. I don't remember your name off the top of my head right now, but you changed my life too. Boy, I've been one, two, three magicking all over the place, and it works. Um, That's partly why I took a stand during the picture is because I counted to three. And he didn't do it, which normally he'll stop after one and a half now. We've been doing a lot of counting to three. So thank you. Here's my hypothetical, which unfortunately has no time travel involved and is just me praying you guys will have a helpful uh, perspective on a problem we have. I hope so too. Picture this. You are a stay-at-home parent losing your shit because your toddler is constantly tantruming. Editor's note, this was before I found your podcast slash 123 Magic. Your partner is really har- a really hard worker who understands that you need a break and so encourages you to find a part-time preschool for your kid. Done. There is a co-op that is amazing for your child and significantly less expensive than anything else out there. However, all caps, the time involved in the co-op is not at all what was advertised. Now, a year later... You are on your second official position, which is a huge time suck, full of stress, and other parents have very little problem sending emails. They can come off as pretty rude. Your kid is finally old enough for a different solution, but it will cost more. You can afford it, but you'll feel it. And it may be much more structured, which we worry about. Plus, the teachers are amazing, I assume at the old place, and your kid is currently happy. 
Do you prioritize your own stress knowing that your child is pretty adaptable or do you suck it up and keep your kid where they are already thriving? Beth, I wish I could give more specifics, but then you'll just have a ranty email. Uh, just want to say thanks for being so real. Look forward to listening every week and save it for a time when I'm about to lose my shit since I will, I, I knows it will cheer me up. Have a great day, Megan. Okay. Um, without knowing too much of specifics, what I usually would say to a friend in this situation is don't beat yourself up too much either way. I know, like, I think these childcare decisions seem so intense in the moment. And you're like, well, if this person is around my kid, it's the end of the world and I've ruined my kid forever. But then kids are very adaptable. And yeah. if you can't afford the fanciest preschool around, chances are the fancy preschool wasn't even better than the thing you were doing. Sometimes people who cost a lot of money are actually terrible at dealing with kids. You never know. Yeah. It's like, what's um, more important is are you terrible or are you great? And Megan, I have a feeling you're great. <laughs> and if you're stressed and freaking out all the time, then um, you know what? That's that's not good. And I think be I, comfortable. Also, something I would say is like the um, the information we have about you know how to deal with kids in this age range is always changing. And I think we're like. People are starting, they're starting to be pushed back on this rigid preschool kindergarten structure that kids have these days and how it's too much for them. They need to have some degree of free play. So obviously you want, you know, them to be engaged from time to time and learn a little bit of discipline and structure, but you don't want their whole day so structured. Oh, boy. That's not what she wants to hear because that's the new option. That's the expensive option. That's, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what she's considering going yeah. to. I mean, towards. it'll be fine either way, I think. What Also, what my educator friends have said to me is, like, if you're someone who's reading to your kid at home, probably none of this stuff matters. Your kid is probably going to do fine either way. Right. Well, if she goes to the new place that's more structured, that's going to make her life easier. But she's worried that this will be bad for the oh, well, child. Oh, well, I think either way is going to be fine. Uh, I think exactly. The Oh, it's overly structured. Kids love st- structure. Bryn, when we lose b- structure, Bryn loses his mind. Um, and how old? You know, it's all going to change. It all changes every year at a certain point. Um, it's it's fine. Change it. Spend the money. I feel like that's your philosophy, Beth. Spend the, spend money, the money to be happy. Oh, if it makes your life easier, I say spend the money. Yeah. That's 100% what's going on. You only have so many hours in the day in during your your children's childhood, which is a finite amount of time that will be over very quickly. You might as well be a little more sane. Yeah. You got one, two, three, three magic. <laughs> now, one, two, three, spend a little bit more money, make work more enjoyable. And then when you see your child, you'd be like, oh, I like you. You're cool. Yeah, who is this person who has formed thoughts in a place where they're separated from my body for one? Can we talk about a total tangent how how much more aware Brendan and Maven are that Maven was born in a car? Yeah, I mean that is a total tangent, but <laughs> we they've been well, talking I'll a ta- lot. Let me let me explain how I got there. <laughs> uh, no, let's just get into it. <laughs> Not okay. interesting. It uh, was connected to what we were talking about, but but they've been talking a lot about being born lately. Yeah, uh, and they're oh. obsessed with like living in my tummy. So we told Bryn. Bryn was born in Sleepy Hollow, uh, site of the famous Washington Irving story about Ichabod Crane and Headless people Horseman. get it. They know what Sleepy Hollow is. Um. And he's born in a hospital. And, and, I th- and he said in the car, he said, we said Sleepy Hollow is also where they have this big pumpkin festival with all these lit up jack-o'-lantern things. And it's really cool to bring the kids to. So I was telling Bryn, I was like, you were born in a spooky place. Do you remember the pumpkins? And he, five minutes later, he goes like, if the place I was born is spooky, it, it- should be spooky hollow. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow, you killed it. Oh my God. Do you know what I just realized? What? Is that I didn't even, at the time, 
I didn't notice that he changed the word. <laughs> it's Sleepy Hollow, and he went Spooky Hollow, and I laughed because I thought he was just. I'm so stupid. <laughs> Do you ever? I, when... I think he was just. I was just laughing at as if it's really called Spooky Hollow, but he just pronounced it Spooky Hollow. No, he really. It's not called Spooky Hollow. It's he, Sleepy Hollow. He's should join a pun competition. I'm so much more impressed. <laughs> I mean, I'm really impressed at how, how dumb I am <laughs> for not even noticing it was a different word. Okay, another tangent. Do you remember, uh, I think it was this morning, when we neither of us wanted to get out of bed and the kids kept coming in and out? Yeah. And Maven came up to ask you how to fix the TV and... <laughs> and and you were like you told her what to tell Bryn on where to push the I said, remote. Get the big remote and press the red button. And then she walked into the hall and Bryn showed up and she was like, Daddy says he can't help, he's too sleepy. <laughs> she was like, He says, I'm too sleepy, I can't help. And I was like, You liar. <laughs> I told you what to say. Okay, so anyway, we were talking about uh being born. Oh my god, another totally random tangent. First of all, I love that the last five reviews that we've gotten on iTunes all say a very sexy podcast for parents. Thank you, guys. Because we asked you to do that, and you came through for us. But uh, this last person was like, more impressions from Peter. <laughs> I was like, what? I'm like, uh, but apparently I did an impression of Bing Bong from uh, Inside Out. <laughs> and uh, that made my day. So thank you. You should do uh, stand-up comedy for children and their parents. It's all just bing-bong. It's all bing-bong. Hi, this is my bing-bong routine. I'm bing-bong. I'm imaginary. Okay, I'm not going to do any other. You've got like one year left of this before kids don't watch it. It's too late already. I don't. I don't really. I don't do impressions. Maybe my Jeff Goldblum. This is why we. Hey, man. Like what? Never mind. You making fun of me? No. Um. I'm going to do a whole routine that's just, uh, did I say Jeff Goldblum? I didn't say Jeff Bridges. Okay, so. Um, wait, wait, we're, we're five tangents out. Can we work backwards? We're talking about our Please. kids talking about being born. Yeah, okay. And we, we said to, we were telling Brent about being born in the hospital, and then we were like, and Maven was born in a car. And Maven goes, I was born in Allie's car. She's clearly <laughs> been told enough times to remember specifically. And then we were talking about how much she wanted to get out of my tummy. And they thought that was really funny. We turned it into a bit of her being like, I don't want to wait. I'm out of here. Yeah. And they laughed. They loved it. Okay, let's take one tangent back. How do we get to this tangent? We've got to go back one. No, this was the original discussion. No, no, no. It wasn't. <sighs> No uh, one wants to hear this backtracking. This no, because content. I have a point. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the original point was when we go on vacation with our kids, um, it's it's suddenly as if, maybe we talked about this last week, where I'm like, oh, my gosh, they've grown up so much in a week. But really, it's just I'm actually paying attention to them fully for a week. So I've noticed how much they've learned. And when you send your your child off to a, a a new daycare, longer hours, maybe you see them less. You'll check in every once in a while. It'll be a nice and exciting surprise what they know. That's how I got to the first tangent. Now I don't remember what it is. That was the conclusion. That <laughs> boy. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, uh, hey, man, like, <laughs> come on, the dude. Yeah, but one thing I love about the character is how he always says his own name all the time. Uh, um, What, Bing Bong? Or the, <laughs> sorry, I thought the computer stopped. Was the impression the... you were just doing Bing Bong? Uh, no. <laughs> Boy, I got to work on my routine. All right, give me another one. Give you another one. Kelsey Grammer? Ah, yes. That wasn't very good. So current, so relevant, all of these. All of my impressions. <laughs> and now, mm, Kirk Douglas. Kirk Douglas. 
The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at The Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to Bring out the most in our patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. When Dr. Sabah and I decided to do a skincare line together, he said to me, we are going to give women meaningful beauty. And I said, that's exactly right. We want to give women meaningful beauty, which means each and every product is meaningful. It has a, a reason to exist. It's efficacious. You're going to get results. And then you just go out and live your life. Meaningful Beauty. Confidence is beautiful. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. And now it's time for Listeners Wanna Knows. This is where we open up the mailbag. And today we have a, another voicemail. Um, let's give a listen. Hey guys, this is Kate of the whole Johnny China thing. Um, so I think it's hilarious that you guys were just talking on the pool party episode about um, the dad who forgot to feed his baby for a whole day because I, my husband and I are new parents. Our baby's about three and a half months old and um, I breastfeed and then I pump. And so when I'm at work, because he's a stay-at-home dad, um, you know, he can feed the baby. <laughs> and he gets so frustrated when um, the baby starts crying because he's hungry. And so my husband will go and put a bottle in the bottle warmer, and it takes, like, six minutes to warm up. And, um, of course, baby does not stop crying this whole time and it's funny because my husband gets so frustrated that he like doesn't stop crying even though my husband will like show him the bottle warming up and he's like look see it's warming up and you can stop crying now and I just laughed so hard at him because it is just an absolute fact that if um, the baby did stop crying Jared just would not feed him that. <laughs> and he would end up going an entire day without feeding him. And so I just think it's hilarious um, and wonderful that my baby has this built-in mechanism for telling us when he needs to eat. Because if we didn't, my husband definitely would not feed him. <laughs> um, and I just thought that was funny. So thanks. Bye. Oh. Thank you, Kate. That was very funny. Uh, I love the idea of showing a three-month-old a bottle like, to try to reason with the baby. What else do you want from me? I have the milk here. Do you not understand? I'm heating it up. You're being so unreasonable right now. Can you right just now. be a little more patient? You. What are you, infant? two months old? Grow up. Um, it's very true about the crying. I, I think this is... I part of why I get a little agitated on vacations is like the kids are having a lot of stimulation and sun and things and I'm like 
I don't always feel like you're tuned into getting them water or things that they need when they're in that mode of not taking care. Like I think it's been well established that I'm not tuned in to getting myself water, let alone other right. humans. Right, but then sometimes I think Bryn will have these like flip out things where I'm like, well, maybe if you an hour ago had like looked at, at his dark circles under his eyes and thought to yourself, maybe my son could use a glass of water. I'm working on it. I've gotten to the point where now I've stopped disagreeing with you on the topic. <laughs> That's a big step for me. Um, I, just, I want to point out also a lot of you wrote in about the water, and we have <laughs> we have read a few of them. We had a voice voicemail about it, and there are still more. Um, there's That's at least so funny. I just read one of a lovely woman defending my. Uh, <laughs> a bit former opinions about water just saying it's all overblown it's um, so funny which topics we'll talk about that really resonate with people where they're still emailing us like months later surprise topics water water pokemon <laughs> uh hyphenated last names most controversial thing we ever we ever <laughs> ventured into um but boy, I'm trying to. Th- I I also completely um, empathize with that feeling of a baby is crying and you're trying to warm up milk in a in a thing and it's like slow and you just have to sit there and listen to them cry and it's it's it is irksome and stressful because it's designed that way so that you do something about it. But you're, it's so stressful until you until you can actually get that bottle in their mouth. So I understand that impulse to be like, look, I'm doing the best that I can. I don't have boobs. I don't have milk built in. Cut dad a break. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to think. I, it's like that, that time is so long ago where how often you it's feed like a baby? It's like a million years ago. I mean, bottle bottles. Oh my god! This is why I'm so excited for our sister-in-law to have a baby because we—I just haven't held a little tiny baby in so long. You're gonna eat that baby up. Oh, I love a little baby. You wanna? You're gonna steal that little baby? <laughs> You'll be like, "We'll babysit." You're like, do you want me to hold this baby while my children scream at me out of jealousy? Because I'm willing to do that for you. <laughs> um, boy, I want to know. I, I. We really built up that that surprise of the. Uh, this is two episodes ago. Um, of my brother announced he's having you a really baby. You really built it up. Well, I sure did, but I also love disclaimers that like no one's going to care more than us. I bet that was true. Was it a big letdown for I people? Hope, I hope people. Enjoy- no, my friend told me she was started bawling when she was listening to it. Oh, really? Yeah, it was. I think it was a very nice emotional moment. Oh. Um. All right, listeners, write in and tell us which are you hashtag team letdown? Hashtag team bald my eyes. Are up. you team mad at other people's joy at having a baby? Or are you team a decent person and parent who listens? Okay, I think you're really putting your thumb on the scales here. And I think you should just let the people. Who, why are you asking for hate mail, first of all? <laughs> oh, God. Boy, you know what? Never just review the podcast and say a very sexy podcast for parents. Yeah, please. I love though that people are now starting to say a very sexy podcast for parents, and then writing a real review that has nothing to do with that. <laughs> Let's keep that up. Yeah, I mean, but you can throw some stuff in the review about it being sexy. I think. I mean, is it? Do Do you think this podcast is sexy? I mean, I do. You guys, I get to stare at my wife. Should we tell them we're getting a new bed? this week oh dang yes so sexiest episode we ever did by far was when we admitted that we have sex with each other and that well let us know what you think the sexiest episode is write in and tell us hashtag sexiest episode (laughs) if you say psyduck versus charlemagne (laughs) that'd be interesting that'd be an interesting choice um we've only acknowledged sex twice um i think in this whole time so 
I mean, not, subconsciously, I think we've acknowledged it a lot. I mean, that's the subtext of that. everything we talk about. <laughs> Would you knows? Spooky hollow. This has been We Know's Parenting. If you would like to submit a question, share a story, give some advice, or a parenting hypothetical for our Would You Know segment, you are welcome to email us at weknowspod at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 347-384-7396. Hey, find us on the social medias, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at We Know's Pod, where you can find our individual Instagrams, uh, Beth's, Beth's at uh, Beth New. Oh, fuck. I don't know what it is. No, it, my Instagram is weird, and it's Beth Newell without the last E. Oh, and mine's Micknen. Just search for my name. M-I-C-N-E-N. Um, and, uh, boy, weknowsparenting.com. Um, check, check that out. And leave us a review. Rating, you know, very sexy podcast for parents, and then a thoughtful review of five stars. Uh, that's a suggested kind of review. Yeah, just a five-star review about how sexy the podcast is. Yeah, what's sexy about it uh, or anything unrelated to sexiness? Um, yeah, talk to us on all those things. Guys, we're so happy to be home. We're Next week, we'll be back to our regular Tuesday release. Beth just yawned for the fourth time. That's how that. committed she is to being home. We love you. Bye. Bye. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules a day smart metabolic burn by brain md can kickstart your metabolism fight stubborn body fat especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey right now save over 30 percent on smart metabolic burn at getsmartburn.com the lowest price anywhere that's getsmartburn.com don't delay transform your life with smart metabolic burn from brain md these statements have not been evaluated by the food and drug administration our products are not intended to diagnose treat cure or prevent any disease. Need an easy button to feed your baby? Baby Bretz's Formula Pro Advanced makes a perfectly mixed warm formula bottle automatically at the push of a button. No air bubbles, no fuss. Literally, choose your temp, select your ounces, push start, and you're done. Works with virtually all formulas and bottles. Say goodbye to the 3 a.m. feeding chaos and hello to this revolutionary stress-free solution. Raising a baby is hard enough. Let Baby Bretza make feeding a breeze. Get your Formula Pro Advanced at babybretza.com.